Hey everybody and welcome back to episode 4 of Podcast on Infinite Earths. As always, my name's Owen. And I'm Ethan. And this week we have a very special guest host, our friend Nathan. What's Where? up, Nathan? Oh, oh, that's me. Hi. Yeah. I'm the first guest. This yeah, is the so first exciting. guest host. This is so exciting. How does it feel to be in the big chair, Nathan? Um, It's very comfy. Yeah, like for those it. who don't know, we're recording this on a kind of desk thing and we have three very different chairs. Yes. Yeah. I, Nathan I'm has... extremely low. <laughs> He has what we call the big chair. Yeah. It's, it's a very big chair. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, All it's right. the best chair for sitting in. Maybe. <laughs> is it the best for podcasting? No. I, not. No, I'm very far from the mic, but yeah. whatever. I recorded episode two in that chair. Yeah. Wow. It's a pretty good chair. History. It's not the worst. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to get right into the news? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So first off, we have the new Infinity War trailer. What yes. do you guys think? Amazing. Uh, yeah. I'm I, a fan. I made you guys just it. watch this right before we started oh, recording. So. Yeah, I know. I'm all geeked up. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's do this. I love the spin at the beginning. Very uh, Stranger Things season two finale. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Any like yeah. favorite parts though? Uh there's so many. I'm, uh, I'm I just love excited. the uh, Spider-Man Doctor Strange team up at the end of the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah that looks that's, amazing. That's iconic though. From oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, I have uh, the Marvel team up comic where they first met. That's pretty cool. A team. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Nathan, you were just actually saying, as we watch this, um, there's a scene where, like, a small Gamora hand, like, yeah. obviously her as a child, kind of grabs Thanos' hand. No, I and... think Thanos is just that big. And that's uh, yeah. an actual... <laughs> Definitely. Gamora. Yeah. He sh- um, shrunk Gamora. So, I mean, my Ant-Man. original thought was, like, time stone kind of yeah. warping reality. But you thought it might be the mind stone. Well, yeah. He's just kind it's of like, getting into Gamora's head like that? Exactly. You know, Thanos is... Uh, Gamora's father, so it yeah. makes sense. Like, oh, I'm just gonna win you I mean, over it was. my side. But also, if you Why look not? in the background of that scene, you can kind of see like Wakanda esque trees. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, yeah. that that would still imply the Mind Stone. Do you think the Mind Stone is gonna be the last one that he kind of acquires? Um, yeah, I would think so. Either Mind Stone or Soul Gem. Okay. Yeah. Well, Soul Stone that's implied to be in Wakanda. So, implied so far. Implied, yeah. Or at least hidden. Yeah. I'm just. I just want to know if Thor gets his hammer back. Really? Oh, yeah. He's not. I believe he's actually getting something called Stormbreaker. Which side news? Uh, something we forgot to mention last week. Uh, during our break, some Infinity War toys were leaked, and one of them is Thor's new hammer, Stormbreaker, which looks a lot like the Ultimate Universe sort of axe that Thor carried. That was also seen being used by Horse Thor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll bring in Horse Thor? They better. What's his name? I, uh, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. That's it. What, wasn't he in the background of Guardians of the Galaxy? No, it was collectors? Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. In Thor Ragnarok, they had like a big kind of statue of him on the Grandmaster's wow. kind of tower. Yeah. So that's very cool. I'd, I'd want to see that. I mean, personally, I find him a bit more interesting than Thor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or Stark would just chew that I'd, to bits. The oh, one man. I'd like to see is actually Jane Foster Thor. I mean, that's a kind of like a mm. comic series that I've been looking to read. It would be really cool, but I don't think it's going to yeah. happen, being Sorry. that Natalie Portman... Sorry, if they got Sorry, Natalie yeah. Portman back for it, that'd be <laughs> yeah, incredible. That would be amazing. Right. Padme is also Thor. Oh, yeah, mm. definitely. Well, back to the uh, Stormbreaker. It looked a little bit different than the Stormbreaker we've seen in the comics right. so far, mm. as its handle... Looked like it was made out of something that would be a, you know, kind of like yeah. It it looks a lot like, it looked like a green yeah. arm. Yeah, oh. that's kind of morbid. Yeah, uh, but uh, I mean, I, it, I'd assume Groot's probably cool with it. I it's don't think been yeah, confirmed in the Marvel universe that Flora Colossus is some of the strongest um, wood. So yeah, it would make sense that they'd use that to make mm. an axe. I mean, why not? Okay. At this point. Yeah, I, I guess. All right. All right, so next up we have some kind of sad news. Uh, yeah. Stephen Hawking passed away in the past week. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. It's a bummer. I know. He rests among the cosmos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he by far outlived his predicted life. So that's that's at least something positive. This is true. Now, yeah. the real question is, what's going to happen to his chair? Is it going to a museum? Is it going to his family? It must be. I mean, he's made such if a it huge impact on the scientific community that... <laughs> They can't just not do anything. Yeah. About. yeah. That's going, that's Smithsonian material right there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, next up, we're going to try to get some more positive news. Uh, John Stewart is reportedly going to be the main Green Lantern in Scott Snyder's new comic relaunch of the Justice League. Now, this is kind of like 
a throwback almost to Justice League and like Justice League Unlimited, where he was kind of the main Green Lantern. Thoughts? Uh, well, John Stewart's cool and all, but I still think Kyle Rayner is the best Green Lantern. Oh, it's Hal Jordan by far, man. Nah, man, Kyle Rayner all the way. He was such a good Green Lantern that he was <sighs> able to seize the power of every lantern ring and become the white lantern but last time i checked i've checked he's never turned into a being of pure willpower or became parallax no he was a white lantern that's like the second best thing also yes he did he became ion oh this is true this is out of my house i'm not much of a dc guy no offense to anyone (laughs) listening um just not my movie house yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kyle Rayner's pretty sweet, though. Oh, I like yeah. his costume, even I, though I it is costume. dated. I don't love the domino mask, but I like the costume. Okay, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Like, the mask is kind of strange, but... Not as bad as the luchador Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. Simon Baz? Yep. Yeah. Well, he was actually... um Him and Jessica Cruz, they were the Green Lanterns... Well, they are the Green Lanterns currently on the comic book Justice League. So that is who... Um, John Stewart's going to be replacing at least for a short time. So what happened to Hal Jordan? Hal Jordan is, I mean, he still has this whole comic going and everything. Um, right now in the comics though, uh, John Stewart is actually the leader of the Green Lantern Corps. So that might change if he's going back to the Justice League. But then again, the Green Lantern comics, like the solo comics don't really tie into the whole Justice League storylines that much, especially if it's like kind of a guest um writer like scott snyder yeah do you plan on reading it maybe that's scott snyder man i, I know it's scott snyder they, yeah. they had to bring in greg capola though i think they are actually okay in that case i'm reading i mean i i know he didn't illustrate the cover for the first issue but i think they might be bringing him on yeah. all right next bit of news right. yep all right let's go they are in talks to reportedly make like a new gods movie for the dc universe oh that would be cool yeah this is once again out of my wheelhouse. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. For Nathan and for those <laughs> yes. of you who don't know, the new gods were created by Jack Kirby, and they are some of the most colorful and just outright weird just characters in the DC universe. Yeah. Perfect. The, the real question is, is Bug going to be oh, in man. series? I actually just finished reading his uh, newer storyline by the Allreds. I it, haven't finished it yet. It's incredible. The, the ending is perfect for the storyline, though. Ooh, sounds good. I, I've read the first issue. I was planning on getting it in a collected series, uh, but the first issue is just perfection. I've never smiled so much reading a comic except for uh, the new Doom Patrol run. Yeah, well, all the young animal stuff is really fun to read. Do you got any more news? That's uh, yeah, actually, it awesome. was just revealed the other day that Red Hulk is going to become Iron Hulk. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty cool. In a humorous comic panel with Red Hulk wearing Iron Man armor saying, Well, it's kind of like the Iron God, Patriot armor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't remember exactly whose armor it is because I'm not really caught up on USA Avengers. No. Is that part of USA Avengers or part of the Punisher run Technically, right now? it's part of Avengers right now. Because right now in the comics, the Punisher is actually wearing the War Machine, or yeah, the War Machine armor. Yep, he is War that's Machine now. That's, that's only happening in the punisher comics this is a completely isolated event outside yeah. of that this actually might be part of avengers no surrender oh okay because i, I don't hulk... intend on reading oh that. and another bit of bonus news bruce banner's alive of course well at least the hulk is alive in I a demented state Who knows? in the comics <laughs> he died and well died in the way that all comic characters die which meaning that will inevitably come back. Yeah. The only comic character who has yeah. ever stayed dead was Uncle Ben. It almost seemed like they were going to keep Wolverine dead and just go with Old Man Logan. I was, I was so hoping. They're bringing no. him back now, too. No, I'm probably the only person who ever Can't thought that they should definitely keep him dead. I kind of like the Old Man Logan. I, I like Old Man Logan. Yeah. I hope they don't just try pushing him out the door now, because they can't have three Wolverines. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Anything else? Nope, I think that's all. Cool. Uh, we're going to move right into our topic for this week. We are reviewing Black Panther. Oh, this is I exciting. finally, finally watched it. I know, finally. It took you forever. So, 
in general, we all love this movie. Like, it was it's pretty freaking good. One of the best MCU movies, do you think? Oh, yeah, oh. definitely. Uh, I think one of the best parts about it is the fact you watch it, and it's a fairly isolated event. Yeah, uh, it is. I, I like saw, that a lot. I saw it with my mom, and she hasn't seen any of the MCU movies since Iron Man and the first Captain America. Oof. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quick spoiler warning, right? Spoiler oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. everything. We're going to go pretty in-depth here. spoiler yeah. warning. Um, uh, she was able to watch it without seeing Civil War. I just told her a couple of times, yeah, that guy's dead. That guy died two movies ago. That guy was revealed three movies ago and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and the only thing yeah. that you really needed to know was Civil War for uh, the end credit scene, really. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't nothing... Well, and, and people that don't know the MCU too well probably won't stay for the end credits anyway, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Nathan, you're going to start us off. You're going to give us a quick plot description or summary. All right, so Black Panther, great movie. Uh, so first what happens is basically uh, T'Challa becomes king through this really, like, stunning ritual. Can we all agree? Oh, yeah. An amazing It looks ritual. incredible. Awesome. And so basically, then he goes to go hunt down uh, Claw. I hope Ulysses everyone... Cla- yeah, Ulysses Claw. Yeah, Ulysses Claw. Um, for those that are not completely aware, he was in um, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. For a short time. Mm-hmm. He basically just peddled some vibranium onto Ultron. And then got his arm cut off in of course. Marvel fashion. Of course. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, he gets away uh, and... Then we see this new guy, a newcomer, come Eric to Killmonger. Wakanda. Okay, real quick. I love Eric Killmonger. Like, this is my favorite Marvel villain so far. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not half, hard to be the best. Half of it is just because of his costume. Like, I love his costume design and everything. It was but nice I also seeing love... a villain who actually had some decent Yeah, ideas. well, I love how relatable he is, too. Like, especially in the end, and we'll get to this, but, like, his death spoiler but like it's perfect in the way that they did it so, so yeah. okay continue um, killmonger comes and he challenges T- t'challa <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. the name i can't do it um but he challenges t'challa to a um well he challenges challenges his throne yeah and he wins dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh yeah um and then uh he gets some help from another tribe in the mountains mm-hmm. and he kind of comes back, and there's this big war. It's pretty exciting. There's rhinos involved. Oh, wait, wait, real quick, though. Um, when I was watching this movie, my brother actually pointed out something kind of strange. I don't know if they just missed this when making the movie or if it was intentional, but when they go into these mountains to meet this tribe, um, the leader of the tribe mentions that they are vegetarians, but then when they reveal that they have actually found T'Challa, they say that one of their fishermen found them. This oh. is true. Yeah. He pointed this out, like, oh in the theater, God. and I, I couldn't stop thinking about this. Jeez. Everything's a lie! I mean, some vegetarians <laughs> do eat fish, but, like... What are those? Pescatarians? Pescatarians, yeah. Yes. I don't know. Just, it was just, just kind of a weird side note. Maybe they just don't think fish is meat. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I mean, so, I've had so... some pretty bad fish fries before, <laughs> and I can almost guarantee there was no meat in those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, yeah. So... T'Challa comes back. There's a big war. Like I said, awesome rhinos. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Um, and then T'Challa fights Killmonger in Marvel fashion, of course. Mm-hmm. And glowy costumes and, and identical lots of moves. special effects. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Killmonger eventually dies. Like you said, great death scene. Yeah. Um, and everything kind of goes back to normal. But now this time... Uh, T'Challa is instituting a new way of order in Wakanda, and he's mm. like opening a, an open hand for yeah. people. Well, Killmonger's main motive is in this movie is that he wants to take over Wakanda because he wants Wakanda to help the rest of the world. Yeah, like, yeah. he sees them as like this isolated nation, and they're kind of doing nothing throughout and history. Even more than just helping the rest of the world, he wants to try to help the people who have never gotten the help before in their yeah. life. And like I, that's one of my favorite parts about him. I it's, he's even as flawed as his whole plan was, yeah. shipping out weapons to start wars around the world. It yeah. was not the best way to go. About not not the it. best no. way to go about it, but still, it wasn't entirely was wrong. Yeah, like his motives are skewed, definitely. But I mean, you you understand him, and that's 
that's like something that's really cool that's it's something they haven't shown in a marvel villain like throughout the past movies all the villains have basically been like the business partners of the hero and for some reason they turn evil and start uh, it's usually some weird thing but in this one it's like yeah this kid was left by king t'chaka without a father like t'chaka killed his father and just left him basically for dead almost Mm -hmm. and so he kind of grew up with these skewed morals and he 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 does want to help but he he doesn't really know how Mm -hmm. he's probably the best marvel villain since probably i don't know civil war loki yeah, Loki is a great Loki's villain. Pretty good. Well, I'd say Loki is... Loki is a great character. He's not exactly the best yeah. villain out there. I'd say, well, when he's a villain, he's kind of underwhelming. But in Ragnarok, when he was kind of helping Thor and everybody, he's, an anti-hero. he's way more convincing. Because, I mean, Tom Hiddleston is a great actor. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Let since me... then, Obadiah, oh, okay. uh, Strain, Stain, I yeah, whatever. probably just butchered his last name. Iron, and Iron Man was probably the best Marvel villain to date until Black Panther. Yeah. Okay, let me run this by you. I don't remember where I heard this from, but someone uh, described this movie as Shakespearean. And the more I think about that, I the can more see I that, see yeah. that. I, I honestly, I'm, when I'm I was first like watching a... it, I was like trying to make parallels to... Uh, I remember what it was. So, Lion King. Lion King, <laughs> uh, as everyone yes. might know, is actually which, Hamlet. Which kids. is what I thought. Hamlet, yes. I was thinking the whole time, Hamlet, but I was like, where's the uncle? Yeah. And, well, the uncle, of course, uh, well, got killed by his nephew. But it does feel like that, you know? It's got yeah. this kind of, like, theatrical essence to it. And that it does. Was, that was very unique for a Marvel movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marvel movies are like a box of chocolates, my friends. They're <laughs> all chocolate. It's all good. But you're going to have different flavors. You're going like, to have yeah. your caramel. You're going to have your wafers. And you then get whatever. when Thor, the Dark World, uh, comes around, you get that kind of nasty That's strawberry dark cream. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the nasty like, kind of dark chocolate strawberry cream that nobody likes. And that one kid pulls out of the box and goes, ew, what's this? And everybody goes, just throw it away, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, next up, I kind of want to talk about, as we've been doing, your favorite characters, but also the costumes. Because, mm. in my opinion, these were some of the best costumes that we've seen in the MCU. Just because of their kind of color and different aspects from what we've seen so far. Alright, so Black Panther, the reason why I like him so much and how yeah. I kind of like, sort of gravitated towards him was his costume. So, I, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Um, as I've said, my favorite character in this is Killmonger, and that's because I love his original costume, especially that mask that he kind of grabs from the museum. Mm, I love yeah. that, but especially the Black Panther suit that he grabs at the end, or should I say, like, the golden jaguar suit. Yeah, is that what you're calling it? Yeah. That well, was... that, that, I think that's a name that they released. I don't think oh, that's no. an official name, but that's what I've heard. Back on the costumes, I have to say, uh, Killmonger's costume before he even got the yeah it was yeah. pretty rad man yeah with the the vest and everything it looked very like it was out of a comic book but like it could mm-hmm. still happen in real life my yeah. favorite part about um his like black panther costume though is like the subtle leopard printing throughout yeah. the whole thing oh yeah yeah and especially the golden detailing it looks yeah. awesome like from the first trailer where we got to see that i just loved it i also like how each of their necklaces so represented who they are yeah Killmonger is a lot more sharp flashy. and flashy like i will mess you up if you mess with me but t'challa's was a lot more subtle like at the end of the movie when they show him wearing a suit coat black shirt and then the mm-hmm. chain which ends up being his actual album cover for the album that was released mm-hmm. it, it's a very powerful thing to see that he's a subtle king who wants to save people whenever he can but he doesn't really want to like, be out there as i'm a superhero yeah mm-hmm. Well, that's another thing, um, speaking of, like, the kings, what did you think of King T'Chaka's costume in kind of, like, the opening scene? I love the fact that it really came back to the old original yeah. T'Chaka costume. I honestly can't remember. That was a... Remember, was okay, so it was yeah. when he was kind of meeting with, um, Killmonger's father. Yeah, I know father. what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I'll try to find a picture of it for you, but in general, it's kind of got, like, the whole kind of african style um artwork sash kind of thing that he's wearing over it it looks just incredible 
One of the other costumes that I really liked was um, the Winter Tribes, the Northern Tribes. That was really cool. That looked awesome. I like how every tribe was stylized after a different African animal. Yeah, and like their own thing going on. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here it is. Um, I found a picture. This is actually just concept art right now. It's awesome. Yeah, it's got kind of like the whole robe thing that he's wearing over it, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Because he's kind of like a less action kind of based king. Like, he, he wasn't, he's definitely past his prime at this time in his life. So he's not really kind of going out and fighting people the way that T'Challa does in the movie. But you can still see that he is the Black Panther of Wakanda. So that's really cool. I, I love that costume design. All right, so people are probably going to think we're crazy here now, but any problems with the movie? Nope. No. No. I mean, Honestly, anything that there was, I can overlook because this movie was I know. incredible. This is like fine, like nitpicking right now. Yeah. One of the problems now, don't get your pitchforks and torches here, but the conflict was almost too good. Oh, yeah. No, it yeah. felt very. Like, I couldn't end up, up rooting but... for the hero because I was also simultaneously rooting yeah. for the villain. Oh, I know. And so it's not really a superhero movie anymore because you just proved that the hero is just as good as the villain. That's what I really well. That that's kind of what they did with um the Last Jedi too. Yeah. So while we're on the topic, um, I want to quick touch on a few of the other characters. Uh, Nakia. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Really oh, great. Good. Um, one that I really liked was Shuri. Uh, yeah. T'Challa's younger sister. Oh, she was amazing. Great. Yeah. Would you guys want to see her as the Black Panther? Because in the comics, she has become the Black Panther. So would you want to see this movie version take on that role? I think for like a short period of time when like she just assumes the role for that, just a period. That'd be really cool. I-, I can see it happening in Infinity War. Well, see, here's the thing that I've said in the past. If she became the Black Panther... It would be more of, like, an Iron Man than an actual Black Panther because mm. she's so, like, she has all this technology and she doesn't put all of it into the suits. Yeah. But you know that she could. And so she would. So if she designed her own Black Panther outfit, it would be, like, an Iron Man suit. It would be so cool to see. Yeah. So I'd really like to see that. Speaking um, of her, how yeah. did you guys feel about her costuming? I, I was, was sitting next that, to yeah. my mom and my sister while watching that movie, and every five minutes, whenever there'd be a different outfit, I'd hear ooze coming from next to them i mean as, as i've said i love all the outfits um i didn't really take too much notice of hers i i like the one that oh, she has right at the end i think one of the that big really cool. i think one of the big standout parts of it was the fact that everybody else in wakanda was wearing such traditional outfits yeah and she's wearing the kind and, of like modern yeah she wears yeah. i think there was a part where she was wearing a band shirt that's cool with the tribal wear Okay, yeah, I, I did I did notice that. That's I thought that was a really a nice cool touch. way of showing that she was a rebellious character. Yeah. And I like you see that costume right away and you think that's gonna be a cool character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. On the topic of this character, she had a lot of one liners, a lot of jokes. Oh yeah. Oh there, there was <laughs> one that just fell yeah. flat. Okay. If any of you guys watched the movie be? What are those? A certain Perhaps. outdated <laughs> meme about some white vans. Uh, reference here's here's how i justify that though at the time that this script was being written that was probably relevant yeah but like you should always make sure like but like scripts are like timeless yeah like that dates so badly even just now i they 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 had time for reshoots like okay it didn't ruin the movie for me but it it, it, it did bother me. And if you didn't know that it was a reference, yeah. you just feel like, what is this? Okay. Yeah. There's a weird way of saying that, but okay. Yeah. All right. Um, just one more thing quick on Black Panther. I want to talk, what do you guys, how do you think this will impact the rest of the MCU? Um, I, I mean, I, the Avengers have some backup now. Obviously, at the end of the movie, yeah, they're, they're kind of like exposing themselves to the rest of the world. So do you think in the upcoming movies, they, like the other Avengers might have some kind of Wakandan technology. I mean, you've seen the Infinity War trailers where Captain America has his new shield and everything. So here's the thing. Iron Man suddenly has the most high-tech armor around with his... I actually haven't considered that. Well, in the comics, in the Prometheum armor, like has something between uh, Extremis and... Well, Extremis. Bleeding edge kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And all of that. So... 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were going to use vibranium as a way yeah. of explaining why. Well, I hadn't considered that, as but they did in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I I hadn't considered that, but that suit might actually incorporate some Wakandan technology. Then. Well, if you look at it, it looks a lot more sleek. And yeah, Wakandan definitely. Than well, a lot like suits. And as you see in the trailer, don't you see his kind of like helmet forming or kind of deforming around his head? Yes. In the same way that yeah. the Black Panther outfit does. Yeah. I mean, his past couple helmets have done sort of the they, same they've thing. They've done sort of but... the same thing, but they, they're not as much, like, phasing onto his head as they are just, like, clinking around it. Yeah. So I definitely think that's something new. Even if it's not Wakanda technology, it's definitely kind of the same thing. Also, are, are they going to bring into canon the fact that the Guardians of the Galaxy and universes outside mm-hmm. of ours, that they use vibranium on a daily basis for certain things because a yeah. lot of the Wakandan technology paralleled greatly to the stuff we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy. Which makes such sense. As, because the, vibranium came down yeah, meteor. Where like yeah. such as stuff like Nothing phasing nuts. up the walls mm-hmm. on Peter Quill's ship after it crashed in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume 2. Are yeah. we going to see something like that? Also, something that might kind of annoy me, is everything in Infinity War going to be made out of vibranium? I hope not. I mean, I, if I they really do, I really hope I'm right about this whole vibranium coming from out around, and then yeah, Thanos' army would hopefully have vibranium well, too, because is... I don't want to see just an army armed with vibranium and just infinite vibranium versus. Yeah. Do either of you know what the actual Infinity Gauntlet is made out of? Uh, it's. I would assume vibranium. I don't think it's vibranium, <sighs> but because yeah. there are stronger metals. Well, yeah, I'd assume it's some more like kind of cosmic metal than just vibranium. But like, I can't, I, I couldn't tell you what if it was. It, if it's Marvel, they made up a metal for it. Oh, exactly. They named it after some celestial. Like True. DC doesn't do that. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <And doesn't>. metal. <laughs> Mother yeah. boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Um, I think it was about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All Wait, right. So, actually, one last ooh. thing. How did you feel about Martin Freeman's character? I didn't expect to see him, so it was kind of a nice surprise. Oh, yeah. Well, I expected to see him because in the yeah, I think the it was the '90s comics of Black Panther, he was actually a major character because before the '90s, nobody read Black Panther really. Yeah. It was kind of a weird character. People would read it, they wouldn't know what Wakanda is. I mean, it still is a strange character, kind of a confusing one, well, but now yeah. it's definitely but a bit more mainstream. It was much more Just confusing the then because yeah. people had no clue what was going on in exactly. Wakanda because everything had started with Jack Kirby and mm-hmm. Stan Lee carried through to that point. So nobody yeah. had any clue what was happening. So they brought in his character as in the comics as a way of sort of trying to explain it from an outsider view. Yeah, definitely. More sense of the utterly crazy world and i was pretty excited to hear that they're bringing him into the main movie because i was hoping to bring more of a comedic ax- aspect to it oh yeah i can definitely see that they did a really good job of using him as a way of explaining the more difficult concepts of wakanda oh yeah i get that well it's kind of like that insider thing kind of like what you had with the flash in justice league where it's like it's kind of a newcomer to the team where you get to kind of see into this world through their eyes yeah, yeah. All right, is that everything you have on Black Panther? Yeah. Overall rating, really good. Oh my god. On this podcast, we try to stick to like a five star yeah, rating. I know. I mean, we. I watched all two. Well, thank you. Except now there's. This well, yeah, one. we have. A, I'm good at math. Third one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we don't always like rate everything the same. Yeah, we we kind of just say whether we like it or not. Oh, man. If I'm... we went off a rating system, it's going to get, like, a 4.75. I reserve that 5 for Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I feel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, d- definitely if as close to a 5 as you can get. How? Because yeah. this is gross so much. Like Yeah, I think, I think it just hit, like, 1 billion or something worldwide. Oh, yeah. No, it's one of the top grossing comic book movies ever. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. It is the number one solo movie. Really? Yep. Only two yeah. movies have beaten it. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Box office. Do you think upcoming ones will top that then? Like, because this is obviously building hype for it. Do you think, like, Captain Marvel will beat that? Uh, maybe. I'm not exactly hopeful on that. I mean, well, because a, a big... That one's not going to be as culturally significant. Because well, yeah, we because have to, that's, that's what I But a big aspect on this was the kind of, like cultural aspects of it yeah because it was an african-american character well not an african-american character it's just an african character yeah i mean it's it was, in Africa. It's finally giving some black representation which yeah is a great thing it is i mean this well obviously this movie was one of the best ones in the mcu oh yeah by far all right yeah um but 
with Captain Marvel, that will be the first female-led solo movie, won't it? Uh, I feel like in, 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 in Marvel, yes. in Marvel, yeah. Sorry, a- anywhere else, Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman did very well, but Wonder Woman, but did Marvel well movies, as a movie, but Black Panther beat it in its first two weeks. Well, definitely, but do you think with the combined aspects of Marvel, Marvel and, and a female-led <laughs> movie, do you think this will top Black Panther? It's possible, but I'm not entirely hopeful. I think it's going to do very well, but I don't know if it's going to top Black Panther. Okay. We'll, we'll see. I mean, half the world's population. I mean, is as soon female, as they release so, the I first mean, trailer showing scrolls, it's going to start topping. That will. Well, do you think that would deter people, though? Because one, one aspect that people like about Black Panther is that it's relatable, it's kind of down to earth. There's mm-hmm. nothing like big, well, like cosmic events. That's the thing. They can't real a big chunk of Black Panther. I walked out of that theater, uh, looked at the people who went with me, and said, "I am ready to start a revolution." <laughs> I, I right. was ready to do anything after Black Panther. Yeah, I, I seriously felt like I could take the world on. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a motivating movie. It and is like, but then it's hard to make that captain marvel as a character it's hard to really make that into such a call to arms kind of movie well you know it might actually bring in another audience if they kind of go for the same tone as guardians this is true that would be that would be really good if they release a trailer with even one good joke yeah i i have no doubt that this could be one of the highest grossing marvel movies oh yeah definitely yeah so are you guys done with Black Panther then? Yeah, I think we're done. You want to move on? Yeah. All right. So we're going to do another kind of one of our weekly segments. This week, per request of Nathan, we are doing another 90s comic review. Woo! I love these. Yeah. They're so fun. All right. This week, we're doing Punisher 2099, issue number 12. This came out in... 1999, right? 1999, is it? I'm guessing. Uh, Let's see. 1993. Oh, so close. Man. I mean, considering you have a 10-year range. Yeah, that's All right. what I always guess. So, are you ready? Do you want to time this one? Uh, we don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I'll get the timer out. Yeah. All right. Okay. How long have we done it in the past? Uh, I don't know. I think we have an official time thing. I, can I think it's five right. minutes. I think I should come out right now and say I am not very experienced with comic books and such. For a 90s comic <laughs> review, you do not have to be. I know. I'm five going, minutes. Like, I'm going in this completely blind, right. utterly blind do we want five minutes or three minutes? (laughs) Five minutes or three minutes, Nathan? I I don't know, man. It's kind of a... It's not a huge comic, but... I I feel like there's some good material in here. Let's go five, then. Do five. Okay, five minutes. Okay, first rule. Don't slap the table. Yes. Our our (laughs) microphones pick up everything. Everything. We've edited three times already in this episode. Yeah. All right. You ready? Ready? Let's do it. Pop that cover right now. Ah, All right, let's do it. Whoa. Wayne's World 2 ad. (laughs) Off to a good start. What is this lady's haircut? Oh, man. Oh, no. no, This is like the artwork behind it's kind of cool. Okay, so we have a big golden spaceship thing. And kind of like either a news reporter or a tour guide in front of it. Um, Yeah, it's like like a flight attendant. It looks like Adam Warlock just like claimed the whole world. Yeah, she's got some. This lady's got some crazy hair, too. It's it's insane. Dude, those shoulder pads are moving straight out of the 80s. Oh, okay. There's a guy like with vape coming Okay, so we got gladiator fights going on. We have. Gravity upside down disco. dancing yeah I don't know um, classic gravity disco we have whatever this is in oh. this yeah oh. okay so oh. that's scandalous. some minor foreplay there yikes okay oh, and then we have this guy who's taking up an entire page yeah he's splash page oh, guy. Oh, that, that's the punisher oh it's actually the punisher oh my oh, oh that's who he is jesus yeah he has vape coming out of his nose yep, yep. okay classic punisher um, okay, okay. Oh, a lot really of close-ups. A lot of close-ups. Okay, we have to go a little faster. Man. Okay, all right. Ah! We're powering through this. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Fights a, are happening. Pink that face is shooting That out. smile's amazing. Dude, he's got say. some, like, Egyptian what, armor on. What is this hair? He's oh shooting out of his terrible. forehead. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> what is this ad for? Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, we have to stop just for these oh ads. My, oh, my God. There's oh. a lion man. There's a man Oh, it's awful. I don't even want to know what that is. It's for a video game. Oh, my God. Okay, okay so things the are Punisher happening. is looking through a scope on the side of his gun. That's going to be horribly that, That's a thing? No, <laughs> oh, my God. In 2099, oh, it is. Dude, oh, he's jumping course. through a wall. Yes. And also doing a flip. That's This is just impressive. classic Punisher style. Oh, oh, this is interesting. Okay. Oh, oh the wedding of... Minutes. 
Jean Grey and Cyclops. Is oh, being wow. advertised. Okay. That's actually kind of nice. That, that's actually... I mean, the, the, color, the art in this can. isn't bad. It, it is kind of dated, but, I mean, the colors are fine. Oh, look. We found Goldar. Yep. It's definitely there he Goldar. He's over there. <laughs> the giant, like, broad sticking from his forehead. Oh, God. Yep. And the Punisher is actually Batman. He has big blades sticking out of his he arm. He does. Look yeah. at that. And he's it's carrying... Kind of, apparently, in 2099, guns are, like, really angular. Well, yeah. Um, oh, what is this? Oh, pain? okay. So, like, he turned off some gravity systems. So, so first just, panel, like, he turns off a gravity gone. system. And, oh. and there is just oh. Oh, weird no. acid. Oh, that's horrible. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's These people gruesome. are melting. That's awful. There is just skeletons everywhere. I feel so cool. bad And now the Punisher people. looks like James Bond. He the does. Punisher was like, I shouldn't have let all these people die. It <laughs> oh. should have been me who killed them. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay. We have this guy with the reverse mohawk. That's pretty impressive. Apparently, everything in 2099 is in the same font. It, that, this almost nice. looks like some Frank Miller artwork. Like, look okay. at this panel yeah. here. Oh, oh that's, yeah. Dude, look at that gun. His gun has changed shapes three times. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, man. Two Classic that's Punisher shape-changing gun. That's what. That's how you haven't heard of that? Though, look at that guy's shoulder pads. Those are horribly impractical. I thought that was a hockey helmet. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. This man in this comic has both a very long ponytail with no hair on the sides and... His shoulder pads are made out of mesh. That's amazing. I, good, yes. for, good for you. It's a fashion choice. Wait, you guys don't dress like that? Oh. Oh, oh you Wait, do? Oh. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought that actually, was That's okay. the style of the future. Uh, <laughs> Owen is actually sitting in this room presently wearing a mesh, mesh midriff. Oh, of course. That says, I like to work. Yeah. It's definitely right. not our right, podcast t shirt. What? Yeah. Wow! Merchandise. Yeah. Back to the merchandising. Oh, wow. So we got some skydiving going on. Oh yeah. Lots of skydiving. He seems very happy about it. He's like, yes, <laughs> I've yeah, always the, wanted to do this. This dude is very happy about He's also being taken down by the yes. pressure. He's just Jeez. having so much fun doing dude. this. Wait, is that a jetpack? Oh, yes. look dude, at this! Some foul language. Shut up. Okay. Oh. And he's like, Argh. wait, I, I'm sorry. Karate in, child. In, <laughs> in 1993, Iron Man could fly using his feet rockets. This and meanwhile, one, no. in 2099, no they one have has jet giant packs. jetpacks. <laughs> <laughs> as, as it works. Okay, this seems very inappropriate. Oh, no, he's just grabbing his helmet. Yeah. He's yelling. That doesn't seem right. Oh, he's, uh, no, he's crying. Oh, he's so sad. He's so sad he's about so his helmet. Psychopath. No. Be- because you're not seeing this with us. Oh, Punisher, and he took the jetpack. The Punisher freaking just robbed this <laughs> oh, man. and left him for, Look at this. You this dude's falling him. through the yeah. sky. Oh, that's awful. I mean, that and is a Punisher. He's like, oh, God, I had order. to take this guy's jetpack. The, the, the worst thing ever. The last sentence of the comic is, after all, I am the Punisher. Yeah. I mean, what did I do? He, he definitely just murdered oh a man in cold final, blood. And we did it with ad. seven seconds to spare. Oh, oh my. Nice. Oh, that and we had to just mention the final ab, ad. It's ab. Uh, <laughs> the only way to play the game, the NFL quarterback club for the Game Boy. Nice. Because going outside is too much work. Absolutely. How dare they make us go outside to play games. We just got a Twitter notification from our page. Speaking of that, we got big news on our podcast. We meant to talk about this earlier, but apparently just forgot. So, for those of you that don't know, we love the movie Velocipaster. Have not seen it. We intend to. It's only going to small film festivals lately. Yes, we talked about this to some extent on our last episode. So, today we tweeted at the director of Velocipaster and told him that we'd love to see his movie at the Milwaukee Film Festival. Which is running from October 18th through November 1st. Yes. You would like to... And this guy, who is apparently one of the friendliest directors ever, got right back to us and said that he'd love to do it and would also like to do an interview on this podcast. I'm yeah. excited. I'm very excited. Whether he actually does an interview with us or not, he still you know responds back. I got back. here first, okay? Yeah. First. Yeah. <laughs> he cannot be our first guest host. Yes! Yeah. Whether or not he actually gets back to us or not, uh, it's still cool because we have the director of Velocipaster following our Twitter. Yeah. And if you want to be as cool as the follow the director of Velocipaster, you should follow our Twitter. That yeah, is guys, podcast underscore on underscore IE. Yeah, I mean, check it out for more updates on this. We are going to try to kind of get an interview set up, yeah. whether it's through Skype or whatever. Something. I don't know. You can we'll also try to do it. Um, follow our individual Twitters. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I am at Geeky Drum Guy. Owen doesn't have a Twitter yet. Nope, don't care to. I, I, I check our podcast one Pretty every once in a while. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not big on that. Um, Ethan, if you want to get in touch with him, you can probably go to our Twitter. Uh, yep. I check our email. Okay. We have an email. Yeah, Nathan has an email, but he's not willing to give it out to nah, you. Yeah. I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm good. You don't want to be swarmed with fans uh, that we obviously have? Nathan's not. beautiful butter voice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh actually, Nathan, you have a wonderful radio voice. Yeah. Don't we all? All right. Um, you guys have indie reviews? Yes, now? we do. We do yeah. have some indie reviews up. Um, so first off, I'm going to review a quick short movie. This isn't really a new one, but this is one that I recently kind of rediscovered. I saw this one actually at the Milwaukee Film Festival last time I went. Or not last time, actually. Um, the time before. It was just a few years ago. Um, it's a short film called Takanakwe. It's, the basic premise is of a family kind of wrapped up in this cultural holiday called Takanakwe that was celebrated by Central American kind of natives, if I remember this correctly. I have not seen this in some time. But it's basically a fighting holiday where you will literally fist fight those who have wronged you. So it's like the Purge and the Fight Club have come together. So this guy, who is, like, obviously loving the idea of this holiday, yeah. decides to take vengeance on his own family on so Takanakwe. basically the Punisher as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, as you know, he is the Punisher. True. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good movie. So that's about it. Um, you can probably find that anywhere. It's a short film. Um, I don't think it's on, like, any streaming service or anything. It might be kind of difficult to find. Just search for it, though. Look around. If you really want it, you'd look for it. I mean, it's not, like, the best short film that I've ever seen, but it's definitely worth a watch. It's pretty quick. Five stars. Yeah. I mean, I... Eh, three or four. Sounds good. I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of short films and stuff. I like them when I see them, but I don't go out of my way. Nice. Okay, so for indie music, I'm going to do two albums today, neither of which have I finished listening to. I've only listened to approximately a handful of tracks off of each so far. This is how you know we're professionals. Oh, you know. Well, (laughs) I mean, in my defense, they both just came out yesterday. Oh, okay. That's fine. And I'm a high school student. Yeah, (laughs) as we all are, man. Yeah. Uh, So the first album today is the new Black Foxes album. I have no idea how to pronounce its name. It's possible either Ready or R-E-I, weird Swedish letter, and then I again, so I have no idea how to pronounce it. Uh, It's art. It is... It's art. Oh, it's... (laughs) It is a very good album so far from what I've listened to. Uh, Standout track is Joy, which takes Black Fox's classic angst and tries to fuel it into a punk song, which, of course, is just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, It also has some stuff that calls back to their past album, I Am Not Well. And it's really a great album. You guys should go out and listen to it. They're still a small band, and they never come to America. So, well, as you know, this is the indie music review. Oh so yeah, no. They're... If it's a big band, we don't do it. They've been yeah. getting some major playtime on to the BBC radio, so that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And then our second band today is the Decemberists with their new album, which I believe is called "I'll Be Your Girl," or I think. I'm not exactly positive on that. Actually, no, I, I, if you can't hear the typing, I'm actually checking. I can hear it. Trust me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I can hear it. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's check and see what it's called. I'll Be Your Girl. Yes. Uh, good job. Good album. I actually listened to it on the way over to the, for this podcast today. Uh, standout track on it? Uh, I don't know. I think the song... Once again, I just listened to some. Sun Severed is extremely good. They played on some local music stations around here. And uh, the song Everything is Awful is actually fairly good. Not awful, surprisingly. <laughs> well, that's it for my indie music review. I mean, if you guys want like a good radio station, download the 88.9 radio app. That is our local Milwaukee station. Excellent station. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. All right. Um, like comics then. Yeah. 
We're going to move into some quick uh, comic reviews. These are comics that we've either read recently or ones that have come out recently. Um, I know I'm doing one that's come out pretty recently. I mean, past few weeks at least. Uh, and that is the number one issue of Thrawn. Now, this is the comic book kind of adaptation of the novel. So for those that have read the novel, this is not new news to you. But I decided to pick up the comic, see what it looks like. Um, and it was pretty good. Like, it, it details the whole origin of this kind of really feared military general in the Empire. And it's set um, shortly after Return or Revenge of the Sith, not Return of the Jedi, like the original uh, expanded universe Thrawn was. So this is set shortly after Revenge of the Sith. And the first issue kind of details how Thrawn was found on his, not his home planet, which he was actually exiled from, but a planet where he was currently living. And he was found by the Empire and kind of taken in by the Emperor himself to kind of be his special project because of his race. And, like, his species, which I forget the name of, is known for their kind of tactical advantages over others. That's a bit speciesist. Yeah. And so this is why the Emperor kind of takes him on. And he's quickly promoted. And the issue kind of ends with him really almost testing his bounds. So he's kind of seeing what he can do in his new position in the Empire. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not like an like extremely good comic or anything, but if you're a fan of Star Wars, like we all are, then Amazing. it's probably worth a read. I mean, the novel itself might be better. I, I don't as know. As it always is, usually. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the case for movie adaptations, but... Yeah. So, I... Take a look at this, and that's about it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my review is going to be a bit of a slight throwback. I'm going to be reviewing Batman issue 50 and 51 of the Scott Snyder Greg Capullo run. Uh, those are two of the most amazing Batman comics I've ever read, and that's coming as a Snyder and Capullo fan. Uh, issue 50, spoiler alert, kicks off with Commissioner Gordon still as Batman. And it really explores the idea of the fact that he really has no idea what to do. Uh, Mr. Bloom is kind of destroying the world at this point, and everybody is just falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Commissioner Gordon is kind of a little out of his league at this point, and onto a rooftop just drops Batman. And it's in his new costume that he also uses in Rebirth, and it's really powerful to see him with his purple cape. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's cool to see Batman. Well, it's kind of a throwback to his yeah. original like purple kind of gloves yeah. and everything. So that's it, cool. It's nice to see him after not having him for a good ten issues or so. It's really kind of powerful that he's back, of course. Yeah. And then after, of course, they defeat the villain and everything in fifty. That the big climax of fifty was Batman's return, of course. Yeah. But uh, fifty one really kicks off as something new for Batman, uh, and that's an ending. Mm -hmm. uh issue 51 by a lot of people is described as a goodbye letter and a love letter to batman fans as a way of snyder and Capallo saying see you guys yeah, later it's that. not over but it's kind of over yeah yeah so um we're gonna do we're well, we're gonna be starting this week a quick mail segment now Fun. we don't have too much mail this week uh as we've already told you about some of our exciting mail but we'd also like to get to some of our other fans. So if you want your mail read out on the podcast, you can, as we've said, send it to our Twitter or to our email, which I will talk about in just a few minutes. Ooh, our email got a wonderful message this week from Apple. Yep. Trying to sell us the new iPhone X. I did not Do know it. they did that, but I wasn't surprised. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So on Twitter. Okay. Outside of the fact that we have the coolest ever person. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? See if I can find it. Brendan. What's his Brendan name? Steer. Brendan Steer. There we go. We're Steer. trying to see if we can find yeah. a. Check this dude out on Twitter. He is a really nice guy. Us. He's so nice. Yeah. I mean, like, there aren't many people who would get back to us. Yeah, in like fifteen minutes. Yeah, something. it was so quick too. That was really awesome. So thank you very much, man. 
We really appreciate it. Well, we have one tweet. Wow. I'm trying to currently tweet. find it. Yep. It suddenly is just... Yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh, from oh, Nora Chartier. At okay. Podcast and Infinite Earth. Hey, guys. Black Panther was pretty darn cool and pretty empowering. Am I right? Yes, Nora. You cool. are right. True. Yeah. Very true. We liked that quite a bit. Yeah. Awesome. As you probably already know. Let's see. What else? Is that it? Thank you very much. Yeah. A lot of awesome. Yeah. We currently have a total of up. nine followers on our Twitter. Yeah. Give us random thoughts. Just hit us up on there, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have like topics that you want us to discuss... Or if you have more ideas for our weekly segment, or if you want to see a returning one like the 90s comic review, um, just tell us. We're happy to do it. Oh, I guess right. the real question is, would you like to do a rant of the week, Owen? This week? Yes, or would we like to give it to Nathan? I, I'm feeling pretty chill. I don't get ranty about a lot of things. Nothing so I'm going to rant. leave it to the experts here. I don't think I have anything this week. Let's do it next episode. Okay. Yeah. We can probably find something by then. You know. <laughs> okay. Unless we get um a better... Kind of, what would you call it? Segment. Uh, I'm blanking on the word. Segment. Suggestion. There we go. Ah, uh, unless we get a better suggestion for our weekly like segment, next episode we will be doing a rant of the week, which we did in our first episode. Maybe our second one. I don't. We're thinking about calling in our friend Maybe. Alex to ask him about random conspiracy theories. Ooh. Yeah. So that's cool. We'll see yeah. how that goes. All right. So that about wraps up our podcast. Oh, if you man. want to reach us, you can find We're us at infiniteearthspod at gmail.com. Do it. Um, if you want Just to get in touch it. with me, that's where I'll be. Um, we also have at podcast underscore on underscore IE. You can just search for podcast on, infer- and on infinite earths on Twitter Words. and you'll find us. <laughs> yep. Struggling with that today. Words. Yep. Are they? And so we'll get back to you that way. And also rate us on iTunes. Do it. You can also just send us comments there. Uh, we'd love to hear it. We're trying to get some more ratings so we can get, get on some, some charts feedback. on iTunes. Yeah. Let us know like, what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. You know? I mean, we, we'd love to hear Constructive everything. Constructive criticism. Let us know if you want Nathan back. Uh, let us know if you want Nathan back. Let us know if you want oh, Nathan yeah. to be a series regular. Ooh. Yeah. Love to have him. All right. So thanks to people who send in mail, especially Velocipastor. Yeah. Love Randy to hear Steer, it. What a guy. Yeah. So we'll give you updates on that interview that we will plan on doing. Okay. That'll be a lot of fun. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks.